Governor Ron DeSantis signed the six-week abortion ban into law last night, shortly before midnight. Yesterday, the Florida House passed a bill banning abortions after six weeks. WMNF's Chris Young reports that this is the most restrictive abortion ban in recent state history. Tensions were high in the Florida House as representatives debated the abortion ban. This new ban is beyond radical, it's extreme. There are people in this state right now who don't even know they are pregnant. They don't know right now at this very minute while I stand here before you that there is a complication. This is a death sentence for them. That was Democratic Representative Rita Harris. The bill would restrict abortions past six weeks with exemptions for rape or incest with documentation. One of the bill's sponsors, Republican Representative Jenna Persons Malika, faced questioning regarding terminology in the bill. Are you aware that the phrase termination of human life is based on a religious belief? This bill is not based on any religious beliefs, and the bill refers to the termination of human pregnancies. I do believe, and it's not because of my religion, that that is a human life. Despite the bill's sponsors claiming it's not based on religious beliefs, Many Republican senators cited religion as their reason for support, including Representative Kayanne Michael. And as long as this is the United States of America, there is only one. We could choose whatever God, people could have that right. But we were founded as a nation on one God. And I thank you for bringing this forward. Thank you for having the courage. I stand with you. I proudly stand with you. And I say that all lives matter, including those babies in the womb that we should protect. Democrats critiqued what they call a lack of choice for women. For Representative Robin Bartleman, the issue hits home. As I started this debate, I shared my story once again. And let me tell you, I had legal pads all over my damn house. What if I keep the baby? What if I don't keep the baby? How am I going to afford it? What am I going to do? What happens to Emma? Is she taking care of this? This? If, what? I was a special ed teacher. Can you imagine how difficult that was for me to make? I dedicated my life to special needs kids. And I have a fetal fetal abnormality. It is this simple. No one belongs in that room but me, my husband, my God, and my doctor. The bill passed 70 to 40. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. Whether the six-week limit takes effect will be determined by how the Florida Supreme Court decides to challenge last year's or they uh, decide the challenge to last year's 15-week law. The Florida House voted yesterday to add child rape of children under the age of 12 as an offense punishable by death. Herman Lindsay is the executive director of Witness to Innocence and is the 23rd innocent person released from Florida's death row. He said the bill could harken back to an era where alleged rapists could be sentenced to death prior to cases ban being banned or, or prior to the practice being banned in 1977. The most people that was hung and executed back then was the blights, right? And they was doing it at the age of 14, 16, 17 years old. And the House voted 95 to 14 to approve the measure sponsored by Republican Representative Jessica Baker of Jacksonville. And the Senate is scheduled to take up its version of the bill on Thursday, on Tuesday. The proposal comes after longstanding U.S. Supreme Court and Florida Supreme Court rulings have said it is unconstitutional to execute defendants in rape cases, including a 2008 U.S. Supreme Court decision in a Louisiana case. But Baker said she hopes the bill will prompt the U.S. Supreme Court to reconsider the issue and determine that defendants can be executed for raping children. Critics point out the margin of error in death sentences. Uh, one person is uh, with one person being exonerated or released for a wrongful conviction of every three 
Floridians executed. And the Florida House yesterday gave final approval to a bill that would eliminate a requirement for unanimous jury recommendations before judges can impose death sentences. And that's sending the issue to Governor Ron DeSantis's desk. The bill passed the Senate last month and would allow death sentences with the recommendation of 8 out of 12 jurors. Judges would have the discretion after receiving jury recommendations of death, but they would have to explain in written orders their reasoning. Juries would still have to find unanimous in finding um, have a, they would still need to be unanimous in finding defendants guilty before sentencing could begin. The House voted 80 to 30 to pass the bill. Louis Bernard Gaskin became the 101st person executed in the state of Florida Wednesday night after being sentenced to death for the murder of a North Florida couple. Floridians for the alternatives to the death penalty held vigils across the state during the execution to voice their opposition to capital punishment, including at a busy intersection in Pinellas County. One mass shooter was sentenced to life in prison last year after killing 17 students at a high school in Parkland, with three jurors recommending life for the shooter, prompting the bill at hand. WMNF spoke with Reverend David Franks, who questioned the effectiveness of the punishment as a deterrent given the rise in mass shootings. That somehow we uh, allow people to get their hands onto such guns who have mental health issues and then they take a life and now we're going to go ahead and take their life. Equality Florida released a travel advisory for members of the LGBTQ plus community on Wednesday. The group says it's so people can decide whether or not it's safe to visit or move to the state of Florida. The NAACP and the Florida Immigrant Coalition also recently issued similar advisories. All three groups are worried about legislation the state lawmakers are considering that they say targets their communities. But University of South Florida Associate Professor of Political Communication Joshua Skako says these warnings could be sending a signal to people to start speaking out. These types of communications won't necessarily do anything directly right away. So the activism that bubbles up around it, the response that bubbles up around it is going to be very important to watch. And Skako adds that most businesses will wait for the actual passage of bills into law before taking a stand. South Florida has begun draining streets and otherwise cleaning up after a storm dumped more than two feet of rain in a matter of hours. The rains caused widespread flooding, closed the Fort Lauderdale Airport and turned streets into rivers. The city issued a state of emergency. The National Weather Service says up to 25 inches of rain fell near Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. The airport is expected to reopen this morning. The rain started Monday with the heaviest downpours coming Wednesday afternoon and evening. The Red Cross arrived yesterday to help residents. Produced at the studios of WMNF Tampa by Colleen Cole.